Welcome to the podcast that no one asked for. The one where your favorite characters from your favorite fandoms get wet, wild, and weird. Where erotic fan fiction helps pop culture pop a boner, and we all get to laugh about it. I'm Allie LaFevre. I'm Lindsay Rush. I'm Danny Chapman. And And this this is Fangasm. Fangasm. The following podcast is rated H for horny. It contains adult themes, sexually explicit content, strong language, and characters we don't own. When you wake up in the morning and you're feeling kind of horny, but you've got to get to work real fast. First, you grab your phone. Then you make sure you're alone. Time to download and press play on that erotic podcast. Hammers up. It's time for fangasm. Hammers up. It's time for fangasm. Hammers up. up. It's it's time. Fangasm (laughs) now. Gasm. Are you on like a 20 second delay? I can't. No! That's I'm doing that the time that I'm hearing it. Yeah, I believe you. God zoom. Oh, oh my god. That was perfect. Well, it is throwback Tuesday because that is a song we did exactly four years ago. So we had to give it another shot. But that was back when it was called, you know. The name that shall not be named. <laughs> Nailed it. Don't blame us. Blame Time Hop and Zoom for that quality. Don't we were blame ready. me. Zoom made me crazy. Uh. Danny, every time I said my line, it would be like eight beats of silence and then you would say yours. It was going through the airwaves to me, so I was funny when I heard it. Was the sound being manually carried to your door? Yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Hammers up. <laughs> I thought maybe he like had lost it every time, like had they had left his screen. Oh boy! I was ready to go. I gave myself an A plus. <laughs> that was great. Oh man, guys, we were at a restaurant over the weekend, and Caleb casually said to the waiter, "We like ordered a bunch of small plates and like put a bunch of stuff in." And he was like, "How would you rate our order?" And the guy paused, and he was like. Like a B plus. And I like didn't forgive him for the rest of the thing. And I was like, never ask that again. I loved her order. <laughs> don't ask, don't invite him to judge us. What kind of what kind of obscure objective opinion is this guy giving anyway? I like how he paused to think about it. He like liked, he's like, I like that salad. <laughs> like also, he just right, he gave you guys a bad grade on what he was about to like earn money on. Yeah. I was like, I'd be like, it's an A plus. It's perfect. Be like, you guys are going to love it. Or also, if you say B plus, be like, so then my little sister was like, so is there something we missed? Like, do you, would you recommend like something else? And then he like told us he preferred one salad to the other. How do we get to an A? Yeah. <laughs> what if he would have said, no one has ever got an A here? Yeah. <laughs> I've I'm been like, asked this hundreds <laughs> of times. Yeah. He's it's like, impossible. you'd be surprised. People always ask me to grade their orders because that's a very normal thing. <laughs> and I happen to be talking to a deeply people-pleasing person. <laughs> She's going to think about it the whole meal. Oh. So anyway, Danny, I give your, your singing an A plus because yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> well, gang, it's uh, season 18 and you up and it's episode three and I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> I'm thrilled. I actually just listened to the edit of the last episode a couple hours ago, so I'm feeling fresh on this. We're recording on a Sunday night, which is very out of 
the ordinary for us. So yes. who knows what's going to happen. That's probably why we just sang a weird throwback and yeah. But because it's the Lord's Day, we will be bleeping out all erotic parts mm-hmm. of this. So this episode will be about seven minutes. <laughs> just be a long beep. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like how Instagram yeah, totally. does that now on captions. You seen that? They'll bleep you out. No. No. If you add their automatic captions, you know, which is great that they now allow people to do that on stories. Oh. oh. And if you say a curse word, yes, they, okay. they not only put like exclamation mark, asterisk, blah, 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 but it's an audio beep. On a curse word? Yeah. Oh. oh I wonder if there's something so- that since they're responsible for the captions, there's some like legal, I don't know. That like they're putting that word. I have no idea. Not weird. Does it follow the FCC guidelines? Like, is it really only those? Isn't there like seven words that you can't say on television? Oh yeah. George Carlin did a whole bit about that at one point. Yeah. I wonder because someone on TikTok was doing something where he was like, "Watch this." I haven't changed these at all, and he said some word that was like about men, and it didn't get bleeped out, and something about women and theirs did. <gasps> or some I hate it. Racial. Yeah, it's weird. It must be. Yeah. It must be just across the board because I was wondering if it was just for public profiles. Mm. Because you should be able to say whatever you want for a private profile, which is well, yeah. It's really only if you're using their caption feature. So yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like it's not like they're censoring you. Yeah, per se. So we'll be using that for this episode. That's how we'll keep it yes. the Lord's Day. Allie Lefevre is about to take on Instagram for her freedom of speech rights. <laughs> I will. I'm angry. <laughs> and my friends Danny and Lindsay. Hey, Wait, where are hey, they? Where are you guys? I thought we all walked up here together. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Wait. They're at the vending machine. I see them running full speed in the other direction. That's weird. Uh, good luck, Al. They must be going to get a bigger crowd. <laughs> we're rooting for you as we're speeding away. Yeah, good job. <laughs> we believe in the cause. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. And since we're recording a few days before Fangasm Day, uh, we've been seeing your submissions and voicemails and messages roll in, but we're not going to read or play anything on this episode because we're a little bit premature. We don't want to come too early. This never happened. <laughs> a lot of foreplay. <laughs> a little foreplay for you. But uh, we are going to uh, read some on next episode. So stay tuned for episode four of season 18 and you'll get to hear what people said on Fangasm Day. 6-9. And then again, September 6th for our European friends. That was my favorite thing was that that all the Europeans were like, and again in September. <laughs> yes. So stay tuned. Why did 96 never take off? Wow. It's the same thing. Oh, my God. Wow. That's genius, Allie. I don't know. It's a profound thought. Anybody, uh, if you have any historians on the uh, oral history of flipping each other and doing it at the same time. Wow. Truly oral history. That's that yeah. a beautiful, beautiful phrasing, Danny. Let us know why it's not 96ing. Maybe 96ing like something slightly different. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll we'll make it popular in September. Exactly. Oh, Allie, this is why 96 people are facing away from each other, not towards. Look at the nine, the heads. Oh, that's right. They be back to back. They just be (laughs) sleeping. (laughs) Not even spooning. You're just rubbing each other's heads with your feet. (laughs) You 96 when you're married for a long time. (laughs) You guys were so dumb. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Why has no one thought of this before? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna 96 Marco, and we're just gonna, I'm just gonna rub his. We're gonna rub butt cheeks. <laughs> you guys are like this. They said it's just farting on each other's heads. That's just 96. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs>
Wow, that is genius. Why has no one ever thought of that before? (laughs) Dummies. Okay, Okay. well, now we know. (laughs) Happy on September 6th. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Everyone go home at 96, your partner. Oh, I'm sweating. We thought we had just, like, broken the... (laughs) (laughs) We're so dumb, you guys. All three of us co-signed on that idea. Like, I was like, I pitched that. Like, I have thought of something known in the entire world. Excuse had. me, Kinsey Institute. We have new research. <laughs> I'd like to, like to share with you. Excuse me, Cambridge. <laughs> That's why they talk about us. <laughs> okay. 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 We're not scientists, okay? We're not doctors. Yeah. yeah. We don't know how that works. What do you expect? Yeah, be nine six. I went to Christian schooling. I didn't know anything. <laughs> okay, okay, who can do the blowdown? I, uh, Allie, you just listened to it. Yeah, uh, that's right. Let me uh, jog my memory. Basically, it was kind of the two big parts where Thor got dropped into the group as the ringer. So Valkyrie was paired up with T'Challa, and Thor came in and stole Valkyrie away. And then they had a whole combat montage where they were pairing up with different people and fighting one another. <laughs> and then at the end of our last episode, Carol and Valkyrie were commiserating together and kind of subtly admitted that they weren't attracted to any of the partners of the opposite sex. Carol kind of stated it and then implied she thought that Valkyrie felt the same way. And that's where we left things. Dun, dun, dun. Secret. It ended just that they have secrets. Oh, and we said, we have a secret that's going to take this whole bunker down. And then me and Danny <laughs> made a bunch of fart jokes and then she went radio silent. <laughs> and, I, and I just logged off. 90, then you guys made a bunch of 96 jokes and I was out. <laughs> you guys, I was going to say, every time a new character gets dropped in, we need to come up with what their like walk-up music would be. I was just oh, at a baseball yeah. game and I was thinking of that and his would be <laughs> – and the thunder rolled. And the thunder rolls. rolls. And the lightning strikes. Or, or thunderstruck. Thunder. Yeah, it's got to be thunderstruck. So we should keep a list. And at the end of the season, we can announce like who everyone's song was. Or I maybe people it. can help us brainstorm. So are we saying thunderstruck for Thor I then? For sure. That's- I think that one's great. Easy. And everyone has to play thunderstruck. When he walks on, like then that's he what they hear initiates. Like as he's dropping down. Da-na-na-na. They're like, who's coming in? And everyone gets a can of beer dropped into yeah. their hand at the same time, and they have to slam it. In the bunker. <laughs> oh my gosh. Black Widows would be obvious. There's a song called Black Widow. Oh, yeah, yeah. Black Widow, baby. If she comes. Oh, I'm reading. Yeah. Oh my goodness. It's you. All right, let's go. Hold on. I just had a 96 gig up. Start to come up. <laughs> <laughs> Like one of the more, it's one of the more iconic mistakes. We always, we always, Everybody, tell us, tell us the history. Why would they pick sixty nine instead of ninety six? I was gonna say like I think it's because it was invented in the sixties. 
I was like, well, obviously 69 comes before 96. So that's, that's the only I, reason. That was my yeah. Right. That's what I thought. Like, that's that's it, just, it just came first. They came up <laughs> with it because they were just like, well. It's like chronological. They just hit that number first and they're like, ah, oh, don't worry about 96. I can guarantee if you 69, you're going to come first before 96. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's also why. <laughs> okay. Go for it. So I've done some scouting, and as it turns out, there's a hidden garden behind the hedge to the side of the chateau, and get this, there's a tiny bandstand in there, just big enough for two people, said Carol. Perfect, said Valkyrie. It was the second day in the chateau, and Carol and Valkyrie were perched with their elbows resting on the side of the pool, enjoying the mixture of cool water and warm sunlight, watching the other heroes play volleyball on the beach. In cool water, cologne? (laughs) (laughs) They say cool water, and like Peter Quill's like, what? I love that perfume. I love cool water. Did somebody say Dracard Noir? <laughs> what are these? I don't know even know what they're planning. This is so cute. I think we can fix up some speakers, and if we play music out of them just loud enough that Peter can hear them, he might go and investigate, said Carol. Are they going to prank him? And then how do we get Gamora in there, pondered Valkyrie. <gasps> oh, they're, they're doing matchmakers. Oh, I forgot. Setups. Cute. Matchmaker, matchmaker. <laughs> now that's where you come in, replied Carol. Gamora's not the most sociable person I've ever met. She's mostly been keeping to herself, and I can tell she wants a bit of alone time. Damn, replied Valkyrie. Maybe we should just let her in there without Peter. Yeah, but then where would my entertainment be, said Carol. Good point. Anyway, all you have to do is tell her about the garden, said Carol. What about after that? Nothing. We just hope that they really do like each other and pray, of course, that Peter doesn't say anything dumb. Well, we might need a bigger god, said Valkyrie. <laughs> yeah, as I say, dear, th- dear Thor, may you. <laughs> that we might, Carol chuckled. The best part about all of this is that there's a corner on the roof of the chateau where you can just about see into the garden. So as soon as you tell Gamora about it, zip on up there and I'll have the popcorn and cocktails ready. They're going to gym and yes. Pam on the roof with the grilled cheese. Aw. Cute. They high-fived just as Steve ran up to them, teeth flashing in the sun and salty droplets glimmering on his skin, convincing them to join the volleyball game. They set their plan into motion in the evening, shortly before sundown. Carol planted the speakers in the roof of the bandstand and borrowed songs from the old-fashioned cassette player she'd found beside Peter's bed. (laughs) She couldn't have asked for a better evening. The sky was not uninterrupted, but the cirrus clouds were starting to catch golden edges from the setting sun, and Carol knew if she timed things right, then they would catch a dramatic palette of purples, pinks, and golds, perfect to set the mood. That's a really pretty phrase. They were starting to catch golden edges from the setting sun. Yeah, beautiful. She perched on the corner of the roof with her feet dangling over the edge. Over one side, she could see Loki and Steven playing beer pong by the marble bar whilst others watched. Where Carol noticed Loki was subtly shifting the course of the ball to ensure the good doctor was swiftly becoming more and more inebriated. Valkyrie was right beside him, and at the perfect moment, she tipped Steven's elbow just enough that he spilled his beer all over Peter's shirt. (laughs) Peter graciously batted off the slurred apologies and ducked around the side of the house to the bedroom to swap the damp garment for a dry one, stopping on course to whip the wet one off. These are like tongue twisters. (laughs) Swap the damp. Stopping, of course, to whip the wet one off. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Where in this party would you be? Would you be uh, conspiratorial, playing volleyball, playing beer pong? I'd probably be playing beer pong. Where's the food? <laughs> Where's the food? Where's the food? I'm in the kitchen with- You're in the uh, kitchen with Wanda and- Uh-huh. Um, we saw Cruella this weekend and- So good. It was so good. And just uh, the kind of hijinks here remind me of some of the Cruella hijinks. So- I got to see it. You guys both said it's so good. Very, very good. I thought it was excellent. 
don't want to spoil anything, but I love some of her reveals. So smart. They were really clever. Yeah. Wait, can I just tell a funny anecdote real quick? So this past weekend, um, Matt wanted to go to Dick's Sporting Goods to pick up some tank tops. Yeah. And I had this like grandiose idea while I was in there that I wanted to stock up on sporting equipment because all of a sudden being in Dick's Sporting Goods made me think I was going to like reestablish myself as like an athlete from high school. Yes, yes, of course. So Matt couldn't find me and he looked over and I was in. I was in the aisle with all the baseball bats measuring them against my arm to try to find my my perfect length and weight. He's like, what are you doing? He's like, you know, I think I'm really going to go to the batting cages over the next couple weekends and like work on my form. And I go, God, what happened to our last bat? We used to have a bat. He goes, um, we got rid of it because you hadn't used it in 15 years. So you probably shouldn't it's buy that. It's the circle of life. <laughs> but I bought two volleyballs. <laughs> That's good. You play beach volleyball. You'll use those. Yeah. Oh, I bought an indoor one too. So I have no idea what I'm going to do with that. So I've got a lot of aspirations this summer. Panic buying athletic equipment. (laughs) So we know where you'd be at the party. You're one of the producers who bought all the sports equipment and is making them play games for ratings. Yeah. I've got the whistle around my neck. (laughs) Rogers, get back in. (laughs) Allie's more likely to need a bat for dizzy bat than she is batting cages. (laughs) Maybe a drinking game. (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, to swap the damp garment for a dry one, stopping, of course, to whip the wet one off. Carol spied her chance and hit play. She grinned as Peter's head snapped up immediately, looking around for the mysterious source of hooked on a feeling. He pulled the shirt sleeves off distractedly, walking towards the hedge, then along it, Carol silently urging him on, all the while to find the gap in the leaves. She glanced around and saw Valkyrie sharing an aside with Gamora, who was listening intently to what Valkyrie was saying, though Carol could not hear the words. Almost immediately, Gamora smiled and took off, unknowingly following Peter's path directly to the hole in the hedge. Hi, Valkyrie's husky voice almost, oh, wow. tum- <laughs> almost tumbled Carol off the edge of the roof. Hi. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, hi. Valkyrie's sexy voice. <laughs> Her sexy Minnesota Valley Girl accent. Heavens, that was fast, Carol said. She recovered and handed the smirking warrioress a beer from beside her watching her flip the top off before turning her attention back to the secret garden where Gamora had just walked in on Peter grooving to the music in the middle of the bandstand naked from the waist up is he just in there grooving by himself yeah I think so he got trapped by the siren of songs he loves (laughs) I give him props I like that movie starting the dance floor he's like sounds like a party's in here yeah he's a party starter yeah He noticed her just as she turned to leave, and though they couldn't hear him over the crowd below, they saw him call out to Gamora, who hesitated. As Carol had predicted, the sky was now a flurry of oranges, golds, and peaches, with some lilacs and violets starting to darken at the edges. Fireflies flashed intermittently, and Carol switched the song to Fooled Around and Fell in Love. And to her delight, Gamora accepted Peter's invitation into the bandstand, joining him at the edge as he looked out to the sea. They spoke for a while. It was impossible to tell how it was going, and Carol found herself curling her toes in suspense. I would like to inverse that title and it should be fell in love and fooled around. Like that's what we're hoping. Yes. (laughs) Carol caught Valkyrie grinning from ear to ear as Peter tried to convince Gamora to dance with him, tugging gently on her arms as she shyly smiled and looked away. But eventually she succumbed and they swayed together, murmuring back and forth while the sun sank ever closer to the horizon behind them. Both Carol and Valkyrie were leaning forward, watching intently, waiting for a solid move from either of the swaying pair when all of a sudden Gamora stepped back, put her hands on her hips. Oh, dear, this doesn't look good, breathed Valkyrie. Peter put his arms up in defense, and Gamora pointed a furious finger. Peter tried to take her hand, but she slapped it away. No, Carol and Valkyrie cried in unison. 
at which point both Gamora and Peter's heads turned immediately towards the source of the outcry, and the rooftop pair scrambled to get back and out of sight, giggling as they did so. They tumbled towards the back of the slanting roof, tangled in each other's limbs, and heaving with strangled laughter until finally they sat up and looked back over the roof edge. The secret garden was empty. Well, that was a disaster, giggled Valkyrie. Ugh, it was going so well. Carol was torn between amusement and disappointment at her failed plan. To be fair, it wasn't your fault, said Valkyrie. It should have worked. I guess Starlord isn't Lord of Smooth Talk. Apparently not, (laughs) said Carol. That was fun, though. Tomorrow I propose we do Drax and Mantis. Carol grinned. You want a medal again? Of course I want a medal again. I love meddling. They should give me a medal for meddling. Oh, that's so cute. The dialogue and writing is so good. (laughs) Yeah, it's great. Carol felt Valkyrie's warm eyes on her as she laughed and she sighed and looked at the sun, which was now halfway beneath the sea. You know, it would be a tragedy to let such a beautiful evening go to waste, Valkyrie murmured. It was only then Carol realized how close Valkyrie's face was to hers. Her breath caught. Mm. We're about to break all the rules, aren't we? She whispered as Valkyrie bit her full bottom lip and nodded. Then, as if she couldn't hold herself back any longer, she wove her fingers through the on-end hairs at the back of Carol's neck, pulled her in, and kissed her with those (gasps) luscious lips. A fire ignited in the pit of Carol's stomach. She pressed herself forward, one hand caressing Valkyrie's high cheekbone and the other pulling her waist towards her, both of them pausing for ragged breaths as they repositioned themselves, turning away from the drowning sun and locking legs around each other. Carol kissed Valkyrie feverishly, as if she couldn't get enough, as if this would be their only chance, and Valkyrie moaned into her mouth the vibration setting Carol's lips on fire. All too soon, they broke apart, panting and trying to comprehend the last few blissful seconds. Damn, Valkyrie whispered. That doesn't begin to cover it, Carol murmured, and Valkyrie laughed and leaned back, closing her eyes and smiling up to the violet sky. Finally, she untangled herself from Carol and unwillingly rose to her feet. Come on, we better go back down before anyone realizes we're gone. Carol started after her uncertainly. And what about, she indicated the space between them, Valkyrie smiled. Oh, I don't know about you, but I'm coming back for more of that. Carol felt like her chest would burst with happiness, and she followed the shield maiden back down the steps into the throng of the party, unable to keep the grin off of her face. Pussy on a hot tin roof, am I right? (laughs) (laughs) That is the that it has to be the episode title instead of cat on a hot tin roof. It has to be. Oh my gosh! I'm sorry. It's the Lord's Day. Boop on a hot tin roof. Wow. Wait, so is this all being live streamed right this now? This is the part I don't I don't know what part is for charity. Uh, like he said it's Love Island. I feel like only the ceremonies are or something. I don't know. But wouldn't that eliminate all the drama? Okay, we just haven't heard about that. I think it's all supposed to be. Yeah, do you think the producers are like, where are those two? It has to. You're right. That's how Love Island works, right? Do you think they killed all the producers? Because they're like strong superheroes. And they're like, who are you? And then now they're producer less like running the island. Do, do, do. On the third day in the chateau, Pepper made an appearance. It had been easy to forget that everything that happened in this beachside chateau was being broadcast to the world until that point. We just, we always do this. We're like, I wonder. And then it reveals itself. Always. Oh, boy. Carol reflected that the only people in the world who couldn't possibly know about her and Valkyrie's rooftop kiss were the ones right here in this resort. <gasps> so the audience knows. How long would that stay a secret? Perhaps Pepper might have a hand in their revelation, and that made her nervous. But she need not have worried. I've got some exciting news for you all, Pepper chimed. We have a whole three new arrivals for you to get your hands on, and they're on their way this very moment. Yes. Everyone give a warm welcome to Natasha, Sif, and Vision. I only know one oh. of the three. No, I, I know Vision. Who is Who Sif? Who is Sif? Is a 
female god friend. It's Lady Sif, and she's one of the friends of Thor. Oh, I know who Lady Sif is. Lady Sif is one of Thor's crew. Oh, I can picture her now. I, I just forgot could, her yeah. name. An Asgardian warrior. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's great. <gasps> yeah. And Vision is from WandaVision, right? Yeah. Vision is Wanda's mate. And she's Wanda's not here yet, right? She is there. She is there. Yeah. But they have their moment. Okay. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Well, we don't have to do it right now, but we should think about what their songs would have been. Vision's going to be easy. Vision of Love. How does that go? What's that? I feel like that's a song. I was thinking like, I can see clearly now or like some C or like, right. oh, look at me now. Look at me now. That one song. Chris Brown, whatever. I'm getting paper that. Anyway, we can figure this out later, but that's exciting. Okay. Lady Sif, Natasha, Black Widow. That's yeah. great. Uh-huh. Black Widow, baby. Isn't that it? Uh-huh. I mean, there's going to be warrior ones. Like, I feel like there's a ton of songs that use the word lady. Lady in red? <gasps> yeah, because isn't she in red? I don't know. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. She has some red like, she definitely, stuff on her She shoulders. definitely got red. All right. Yeah. These are like not like walk up, pump up songs. <laughs> Lady in red. Is dancing with him. What about, um? <laughs> this isn't a pump up song. <laughs> I was going to say vision. Can't take my yeah, eyes Yeah, that's what I thought. But you. then it's like these are. Yeah. It's not like an anthem that you're rolling out on the court to. <sighs> well, that's the music they've chosen. So those are the songs. So Hey, we didn't pick them. <laughs> The trio were an attractive group. Sif was dark-haired and angular, Vision tall and lean, and the red-haired Natasha Petite, a high-waisted bikini showing off her waspish waist and curvy ass, though it had nothing on Valkyries. The new arrivals meant nothing to Carol, though when Pepper announced there would be a reshuffling of the couples, she and Valkyrie stole glances at each other. This time, the men chose first. Vision chose Wanda without hesitation. Thor chose Gamora. Steven, to everyone's surprise, picked Nebula. Loki picked Sif. T'Challa went for Natasha, Steve chose Okoye, Drax chose Valkyrie, Bruce picked Carol, and Peter was left with Mantis. <laughs> Peter. I heard that T'Challa and Natasha's couple name is Natalla. Oh, that's cute. That's what everyone's calling it, all the fans. I would like Natella. I would like T'Chasha. T'Chasha. <laughs> T'Chasha. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Danny, since you are the love island expert, yeah. can people just stay in the couple they want to be with or do they have to reshuffle? No, they just meant they could rechoose, couldn't they? They can rechoose, but like if we reshuffled and, um, you know, Allie, if we were matched up and then Lindsay yeah. was like, no, I want him and chose him, there's nothing I could do. I'd, I'd have to go, you know, pursue <sighs> it. But then, you know, you Lindsay, could, you I could <laughs> blow her off until, you know. Yeah. So. You would give her like the cold shoulder because you really had eyes for me, which. And you'd throw a pillow at her. We are familiar with that dynamic. We yeah. Know. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> Didn't want to open that wound, but here we are. You know, that classic <laughs> dynamic that we all know. <laughs> classic love triangle. <laughs> um, Carol gave Valkyrie a minute shrug as Pepper faced the new couples. Looking good, team. I'll be around in a couple days to stir up this pot again. She winked and strode back to the entrance, disappearing. She had to make us stir up this pepper pots again. Come on, on. pepper. Come on. The dust settled over the course of the day as the new couples tentatively worked out their dynamics. Thor switched gears the easiest, devoting all of his compliments to Gamora instead of Valkyrie, while Peter watched them from the shadows of the chateau, muttering on his breath. Oh, I'm a god. I can make lightning. My hair is perfect and my dick is big enough to have its own orbit. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, Danny, when do they like get – how come no one's gotten kicked off yet? They keep adding normal numbers. Is that – is it less like – am I just thinking Bachelor in Paradise? How does someone get kicked off? No, they do add and then they – 
yeah, they do it at like at the end of the week. They typically have a ceremony where there's a pairing and then whoever isn't paired gets off. Yeah. So they might have started with like they, – they still have beds available that they filled now. I just thought like Thor being added meant someone was off kilter, but then they just added three more. So now they're back to an even number. So now who's getting – Sometimes there's a lot more character. It fluctuates. Sometimes there's like 15. Sometimes there's 13. So right now they're, they're running at a surplus. These rules are chaotic. <laughs> yeah. And so in the normal show, everyone is – has been heterosexual. And this is how this is operating right now, but we don't actually know the sexual preference of everyone. Totally. Correct. Typically, everybody's heterosexual on the show. Okay. Although there is a really great show called Are You the One? And they did it with um, all like 18 bisexual people. Oh, that's cool. And at the top of the show, they all took a survey and there was like a perfect match. And so you had to go through the house and find your match. And then each week there was like, okay, there's four out of the nine matches are here but we're not going to tell you who's who. I think I, and so I, think then I people, watched that. Like, we're investing. They have a Are You the One where it is heterosexual, but this one was everybody was bisexual. Cute. So everybody could be in love with everybody. There was yeah, like, that's cool. There were like orgies with like six people. Oh, wow. Well, we might get that here. Who yeah, knows? Totally. Who knows? Because wasn't T'Challa eyeing up Thor? Or at least appreciating. Yeah, appreciating. His, okay. Well, how could you not? <laughs> oh, but, my God. Okay. Got that, you got that orbit dick. <laughs> He got that big old dick orbit. He caught in the orbit. Planet pain. Oh, rocket dick. <laughs> Loki was apparently unfazed by his official coupling, and on more than one occasion, Carol would walk from the chateau where he was trying to chat up Okoye to the poolside where a projection of Loki was flirting with Mantis. Still, it didn't seem to fool them. No matter how solid his holographs appeared, the women always saw right through him. <laughs> Literally. I like always trying to play the game. He's projecting more versions of himself, yeah. so he has more options. Wow. <laughs> my kind of guy. <laughs> He's like taking like the idea of like the psychological idea of projection to like a literal level. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carol spent some time chatting with Bruce. He had been nervous of her at first, but slowly warmed up to reveal himself as gentle, kind, and endearingly worrisome. And it didn't take Carol long to realize that his eyes had been on Natasha from the moment she had stepped into the chateau. She caught Valkyrie later on in the day after a sun-baked sparring session. The shield maiden was wrapped in a towel, still glistening with droplets from the shower, and Carol fought not to be controlled by the surge of heat to her loins. <laughs> it's like glowing because her her hands glow. That's just like her down under. <laughs> hey, she said. How are things going with Drax? Valkyrie laughed. I have no idea why he picked me when Mantis was right there. He's clearly bewitched by her. I think he's afraid of letting her know how he feels. You know, started Carol, but Valkyrie raised an eyebrow. Let me guess. You have another grand plan? <laughs> oh, no. I just learned something very interesting that I want to share with you, said Carol. Mantis has this weird power where if she touches you, she can feel your emotions. I think we just have to find a way of getting her to touch Drax and she'll realize how he feels. Ah, I suppose that explains why she was behaving so oddly when she was choosing at the start. They should play a game of chicken in the pool. Oh, like on shoulders? Like pool chicken? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Solved it. <laughs> what? Oh, you guys let me in here. God, have you been to Dick's Sporting Goods lately? You seem really athletic. <laughs> Are you a super athlete of the group? You got your head in the game. Do you own multiple volleyballs? Because Hey, everybody, uh, arm wrestle competition in the pool. Uh, Mantis tracks, you two are up first. <laughs> no one else is going to play. <laughs> yeah, but where's the artistry in that, said Carol. I had a different idea. Come on back here. She led Valkyrie into the back of the chateau where the living room and dining room were. 
The rest of the group had left it relatively untouched, paying more attention to the bar, pool, and sun-kissed deck. The living room was tastefully furnished with a huge woven rug covering the dark polished wood floors, soft slate couches and wooden beams in the ceiling overhead. A stone hearth was built into the wall, but in this heat, there was no chance of it coming to life. First of all, I did some snooping and found this cupboard, said Carol. Better be edibles. (laughs) (laughs) An array of games lay stacked. Oh my God, they're going to play Twister. I promise you. Uh (laughs) <laughs> An array of games lay stacked on the shelves inside, which she imagined Valkyrie didn't recognize but had been a key part of her childhood. Took out the box of Twister. <laughs> Thank God. And second of all, Carol thought to keep her breathing under control, none of Stark's cameras are in here. Mm. The end of the episode. <gasps> a cameraless game of Twister with Avengers? Are you kidding me? Oh, this is chaos. This is brilliant. Okay, did you guys play Twister a lot in your youth? As you got into kind of your sexual awakening, I feel like we played that a lot in high school. Like, let's just touch our bodies a little. We were, it was like the flirtiest game. Yeah. Let's just like be like, oh, I can't. Left foot blue. I can't reach the rat. Oh my God, I'm going to fall on you. I'm going to fall with my head right in your crotch. <laughs> oh, look, we're 96ing. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, let's sing a song. When the episode ends, check your underpants. Is your hammer up or down? Friends? You go first, Lens. You are the reader. I mean, that kiss. Oof. They're like cohorts. They're like planning all this like secret stuff. They kissed on the roof under the beautiful sunset. The perfect sunset. My hammer is through the roof. Ugh, I loved it. Mine's up, way up. I love the hijinks. I love the new people. I love the tension. And I like that they haven't had to fight it so hard. You know, they're fighting mm-hmm. for the time for each other, but they're not they're not fighting the emotions. Yes. Yeah. I love how the stakes keep getting higher and more people keep getting added to the mix. This is mm-hmm. this is so fun. Twister is going to be <laughs> absurd. I cannot wait until next episode. But this was an awesome episode. I love the kiss as well. At a minimum, they're like building intimacy. And I like that. I like that the viewers are in on the relationship. So I feel like that's half the battle. They found each other. The viewers already know. And now it's just how do they win the game, right? Because they have to be the last couple standing. Isn't that the goal? Or is it just yeah. a free-for-all matchmaking? Yeah, like it'll get go down and down, right? Yeah, at the end of the show, the best couple wins 100K. And that's, oh, that's sometimes how couples get voted off. The audience votes them off, too. So anyway, stay tuned. Hang on to your butts, you guys. Wow. Wow. Okay, that's awesome. Okay. So we will see you next time. Oh, that was so fun. That was great. We are just going to start a list of all the walk-up music. (laughs) Yeah. We've got some really melancholy music right now. So so. far, it'll really pump everyone up. (laughs) Okay, until next time. Bye. Bye, everyone. For more erotic goodness, join our Patreon where you can access hundreds of hours of steamy content and bonus episodes from your favorite pop culture fandoms at patreon.com forward slash fangasm. For updates, merch, to join our private Facebook group, The Fanny Pack, or to submit a story, visit fangasmpodcast.com. For a regular hookup, make sure you subscribe and if you're extra horny, leave a review, but only if it's nice. 10 points for nice reviews.